0: Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous changemakers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, my friend, my partner, Aaron. And today, we're going to talk about something that's been coming up in a lot of our clients' lives. It's something that's very prevalent in our lives, and that is planning and prepping for your week, your month, and your quarter. And we've got some really cool tips and tricks and and systems that we use to be able to do that in a really effective manner and uh,
0: That's it. It's good intro. That is what we're talking about. We're here. Glad you're here. Thanks for showing up. Oh man, Uh, Ian and I have these conversations all the time. And and anyone that's going to be hyper productive or hyper aligned needs to prep for their week. There's just there's too much that can be thrown at you. Too many curveballs. And whatever level you are at, prepping for your week will allow you to maintain your focus and understand where you need to deploy your energy. And in a world where there are always fires and flares, you have to be ready for that. And we do that by prepping at the end of the week or beginning of the week, whatever you're into, but you gotta do some prepping. Yeah. So we actually use
1: different setups. We do. And sometimes I do mine on Friday. So some people do theirs on Sunday, weeks end, prepping for a new week. I actually like to do mine on Friday sometimes because my weekend gets packed up with kids and by Sunday, I'm kind of like, I just want to chill and I don't want to have to break and put in an hour or 30 minutes or whatever to prep. So sometimes I'm, I'm at least laying out the the structure on Friday night and then filling in the blanks on
0: Sunday for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes and I'm done. So I think in a lot of ways, what we probably end up doing is about an hour a week, yeah, right? It's not, not an incredible amount of time but it is an incredibly important amount of time, totally.
1: I mean, here's the thing. We talked about, I don't know, maybe an episode or two ago about um, being the person who you need to be to be able to hit your goals. This is one of those things. If you're not the person that preps and understands how to envision, vision cast, whatever word you want to use, your goal's out for at least the next week, then you're not going to prep out making more money this year or getting that raise next year, or buying that car, or buying the house, or yet yeah, it's it's small increments. And I think one of these days we're gonna talk about habit builds, and, and we can even get into it today. Like, actually, let's do it. Yes, the habit, the habit builds have to start small. They have to. Even though the brain is a very complex computer and mechanism, it does not like to unwire and rewire very quickly. So habit builds come slow and very lightly over time they will build and they build and build and then all of a sudden you look back on three months or six months and you got this new habit because you stuck with it building number one is setting up a commitment to plan your week and then sticking it to plan your week sticking with it that's it like first commitment I'm going to plan my week I'm going to plan my success and then stick with the plan to plan your week It doesn't mean you have to rock it out. It doesn't mean you have to do it in this most efficient manner. It just means that from this time to this time, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is, you're going to stop what you're doing, tell people what you're doing so they can help you with your commitment. You're going to go into your office or sit in your bedroom or go into your car, which honestly I've done sometimes, is go out of my car and just write in my journal, these are the goals that I have for the week. And it's just a couple. It's just a couple goals. It's not
0: every goal I've got. I think in a lot of ways, I mean, we're talking about subjects that are covered in books like the compound effect by Darren Hardy, James Clear did Atomic Habits, like they're they're, both of them are great. And, and what I've learned over the course of, I'd say four years of implementing this kind of stratagem is that Stratagem? Stratagem. Yep. Google that um, (laughs) is that when you're building these systems, your system, what we're really particular about is who do you need to be and what does that person do on a regular basis? Yeah. And the the contrast that, that I've always come back to is that the goals that I'm after need to be restructured into small processes and steps that, that become my weekly prep Yeah. so that I'm not overwhelmed by like, well, this week I've got to make X, or this week this gigantic thing has to get completed. Instead, what, and what we'll talk about is, you know, I spend a lot of time being really intentional about what is the next baby step. And um, the event that we have coming up in January is all about helping people structure who they want to become yeah. and how do you build those steps so that yeah. each week, if you, this is the way I see it, if you hit your weekly goals, then by default you hit your monthly, then by default you hit your quarter, then by default you crush your year. And that default is actually a good thing. It's, it's natural, yep. right? But you have to be hyper clear, one, on who do you want to be, and two, what do you need to do on a regular basis to become that person? Yeah, the, there was, I don't know where it came from,
1: but the be do have principle is exactly what we're talking about here. And we're keeping it really simple. Like, there's nothing that Aaron and I do in our lives, and I, I, I feel like we're both pretty successful people in who we are and subsequently what we do. And then as a result, what we get from that or have from that, those, you know, that being and that doing combination. So everything needs to be very simple. And if you're not the type of person who can take 20 minutes or an hour, I mean, sometimes mine take two hours because I come up with something and I want to just, I want to map it out, but I also don't want to take the time during the week to do that big visioning while I'm, you know, working on stuff and, and I have this other schedule and then my kids are in there, my wife's in there, time with friends. So like, the first thing is, are you the type of person that can actually hit your goals? It's the same thing we talked about in the, in the goal setting episode. Are you the type of person that can hit those goals? Great, well, does that type of person set goals every week and design their week? And the answer is probably yes, if your goals are big enough. And even if they're not, you're, you still should be building habits of the type of person that can actually hit those goals in a sustainable and simple manner. I mean, it might not be easy because you've got to, you know, get some new mindset, you've got some new skills, but you need to be the person that can get that stuff accomplished. And that way you're not, you're not muscling it or crushing it or cranking it. That's tiring that will wear you out, like go to the gym and work out for six hours and tell me how you feel. That's exactly what happens when you, when you crush it. Or when you like destroy it, that's not sustainable. And I trust me, I've been a crusher, I've been a cranker, I've been all those things. Whatever, whatever verb, adjective, whatever adjective or verb, whichever one it is that you want to use, I've been those, you've been those. And, and the biggest thing that we learn from that is, yes, you get some goals accomplished, but you you're so tired at the end that you almost have to you have to dip down, get your energy back, and then start over. Doing it the way that we're presenting doesn't mean it's the best way or the most efficient way for you. At least you can take this as an efficient piece that we've learned and worked through and failed through. But in your own life, become the person that can hit the goals and then you're
0: good. Yeah, and the last piece of context before we dive into our individual systems, you know, this this is all about navigating changes as the week occurs so the reason we do it every week is that you know you can't you can't plan three months ahead in detail what you can do is be hyper specific about your targets your objectives the behaviors that you want to embody this week and then at the end of the week you reset what went well what didn't go well what do I need to adapt to? what do I not need to adapt and it's not to say that we don't have goals for, for a couple of months from now it's that we're, we're hyper-specific on almost being present in what's short-term. And we're going to mind the distance and know the short-term really hyper-well so that as we get moving and we know our waypoint is down the road, we can constantly swing back in line. And you know, if you've ever had a really rough week or a really shitty week, like what ends up happening is you feel off course. And this is a way to get back on course get back where you're, you're aligned with your target and you know where you're headed. And there's just a lot of ways to structure that. So let's talk a little bit about like, what What do you do? What's, what's your system look like? Well, first I want to comment on something that just came up
1: for me while you were talking is <clears throat> the law of odds needs to work for you, both with your time, with your energy, with your effort, and then subsequently what you receive from that. 52 is a lot better than four or one or two. Right? Just think about it. Very simple. Keep it in simple terms. If you fail a week, if you just, if you get sick, if you just don't feel like doing anything, and you want to allow yourself that, totally fine. But that's just one out of 52. So the law of odds that says, hey, there are going to be at least four weeks this year that I don't feel like doing anything. Whether it's either a vacation week, family in town week, your sick week, or you just don't give a shit about this week and you just want off. Yeah, so, right. holidays,
0: like all stuff.
1: so four of those, but if you waste four quarters, you're done. Yeah. And most people treat a quarter like a week, and they're like, "Well, oh, I got four more of these. I got three more of these. I've got two more of these." And they, the problem is that you're building a habit of a person that doesn't go after what they want, and that is a huge negative, if you want to call it that, or a huge non-serving if. You're not intending the result that you're getting. It's just that simple. Just that simple. So give yourself permission to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that this week. I've got, I've got 52 of these things. Don't build a habit of letting yourself off the hook, but plan out and know that one time per quarter, you're going to have a week that you, you just, the goals like, like this week for me, you know, Nick being here, I'm, 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 I'm transitioning into a new phase in my life. I'm allowing my goal to be, like, on my whiteboard, my goal is chill out, spend time with Nick, spend time with my wife, spend time with my kids, record a bunch of podcast episodes, and get ready for what's coming next week, which is, you know, at this time we're recording, it's Thanksgiving, and then I'm leaving for L.A., and I've got a lot of big stuff going on in L.A., and you're coming. And, like, our front-runner events are growing rapidly. And so I'm taking this time to just chill. Yeah, get ready Cause there's a lot coming in. And this is just one of those weeks that I've already planned out when I do my mapping for the year. So let's get into, um, let's get into what we do in a very simple sense to map out weeks.
0: Want to go? Sure. Dude, um, I wish we had visuals. Well, we, we can, we can for me at least. That's true. Um, so I've got, I would say there are three phases to my, my prepping. The first is I look at my year targets. And my year targets is a a giant spreadsheet. There's like 48, 47 targets that I have for the year. There's a metric for each of them, and it's on a spreadsheet, and I can tell you exactly how many of each thing I've done or not done. That year goal list gives me a lot of clarity to then extract the process by which I will achieve those into a quarter target list. So every Sunday, typically Sunday, I look at my quarter list and that is broken down into its component parts so i've got a spreadsheet it has targets for the quarter and i look at that the next step is to review the past week and create the new week so what i'll do is i'll go through the list i have from the week i've got these big glass boards that sort of map all this stuff out but i take what i've done this week and i update all of my numbers for the quarter And in doing so, I can then retrack and retrace how was my week, I can reflect a little bit and I can identify pockets, areas of improvement or spaces that I absolutely crushed it and I can dial back, right? Dialing back is also a really important piece of this. So once I've got step two done where I basically buffered what I've done this week, I've checked, my step one is check the year. My step two is like update my numbers from this week And project this final week out. So I'll take that updated list, and then I'll map out my week, and I'll come up with, you know, for example, my my goal for the year was like do 200 lessons of Duolingo. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a lot of Duolingo. Well, you might go go explain
1: that your your system is is can be perceived as complicated. (laughs) Can be maybe possibly. I mean, I don't.
0: But you know some Andy, people. No, <laughs> so, let me, let me finish step three, yeah. and then I'll, I'll reverse back in. So now that I have my my steps mapped out, I will write on the board the new targets for the week. So the last step is update the board with my targets for the week. And the night that I do this, I then map out the following day on a board, so I know where to start tomorrow. And that's something I do every night. Now what what Ian's talking about is, you know the Obviously this system is pretty granular and it took me many, many years to get that granular, but the objective on the year-long goal list, in one example, is to do 200 lessons of Duolingo. So if you drop that as a year goal, then in step two, my quarter goal, if I divide 200 by four, I have 50 lessons every quarter. So now I've got one single line on that spreadsheet, that in this quarter, I need to do 50 total lessons. If you divide that by 12 weeks, you get somewhere around four lessons, but my target is one single lesson every day. So that means when I'm in step two, what I'm putting on my board for my new week is five lessons, right? So that's my target. And if you follow that, that means that every week I do five, by every quarter, I'll do 60, assuming I don't miss. By the end of the year, I will have exceeded 200. Right and and now just by doing Duolingo every weekday, not only do I accomplish my year goal, but the long goal was to learn a new language. Yeah. Right. So you don't learn. That's the big. That's the big one.
1: Right. But I don't hold on for a second. I want to dig into that because there are a lot of people that set a goal, and if you and if you want to dig into this more, go to listen to our episode on goal setting, which is like episode episode like one seventy nine or one eighty. But like. People set a goal, I want to make more money this year, big. I want to, I want to make $200,000 this year, too big. Yep. But that is the year goal, and that's fine as long as you break it down to into it down. your quarters, your months, and your weeks, yep. and your days. How much money do I need so that
0: you understand the trackability, that you're tracking that? All of it. Goal. And so the way that I think of this, you have the lag, right? The lag goal is learning language. The lead, the thing I need to do regularly is take a Duolingo lesson. I've got some other things sprinkled in there to make sure that goal is cohesive, but I know that if I'm regularly doing a Duolingo lesson, I'm you gonna be much more proficient. It. Even if it yeah. takes five years, I'll get there. Yep. I, can't, I won't miss, right? It may take some time, but knowing that I have your goal 200 lessons, quarter goal 50, weekly goal five, means that if I've had a successful week, 50 times, right? Maybe yeah. a couple weeks here and there, it doesn't happen. I'm going to hit that target and that target is going to get me to proficiency. Yeah, right. You're actually going, going to overshoot. Absolutely. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So, so this system now, Duolingo is, is one example in that 48 goals for the year. You know, I've got others about giving away books to strangers, which is, you know, just my way of kind of random acts of kindness. Um, I've got social media posts. Like my target for the year was 600 social media posts. That's a lot of social media activity, right? But if you think about branding and branding myself and all the different initiatives that I'm a part of, I can think of that as a huge, like make a bunch of money because of this, or I can just say, am I regularly sharing what I'm about online? Right? So this is component parts and each of these goals is structured this way so that there's a year, there's a quarter, there's a week. And these boards that I've got, outline every single step of the way and the spreadsheet tracks you know does all the math for me yeah so it's it's, it's been a really good system and you know is what we'll talk about in january we'll walk people through how to build their own because what it allows me to do I, I would say this this is the clarity that it gives me when i have no idea what i should be doing i've got a default i've got something i can say like yeah. okay back to neutral. Hang on, I know what I should be doing on a regular basis, the person I want to become is fit, healthy, intelligent, learning, growing, giving, and kind, and if I know those things and they're mapped in my behaviors and I accomplish them weekly, I know I'm aligned with who I am. Yeah. The other, the business stuff, like that changes every week, but those core things allow me to be the person I want to be. Yeah, I like that. Well, I mean, you've done Duolingo,
1: so why don't you do the rest of this in Portuguese? (laughs) See, do it, You
0: won't. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't know how to say. Double the Duolingo. I don't know how to say. Crush it in Portuguese. You say the mindset.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I do something a little bit, a little bit different. At the beginning of the year, I set up. So Aaron and I, through our, through our front runner system, through our coaching businesses, we have what we call the nine sacred circles and those we feel are the nine main areas of your life and what I do at the beginning or sorry at the end of the year so the end of this year I'll I'll map out 2021 and I will go through the nine areas you know mental health physical health uh, you know money uh, communication relationships things like that I will, I'll go through all those and put my top three things that I want to accomplish. So big, 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 high level stuff, like super high level. And like what Aaron's talking about, I don't get that deep with the spreadsheets. It's kind of just the computer running in my mind and I'm, I'm, I'm checking in with myself and journaling about the growth or the non-growth or the commitment or the lack of commitment. So for instance, in my, um, like I know people, they ask us all the time. You know, but I want a better marriage or I want to be more present with my kids. That's fine. That's a great goal. The problem is if you don't have what Aaron was talking about, the full breakdown over the year, being a great father or being a better wife—that that is going to fall majorly short because there's no quantification there. And so that's one of the big things that Aaron was talking about is quantifying the goals and the steps to get those goals accomplished. His are in number format. So he knows that, like, it's just reverse engineering. If he wants to learn a new language, the big piece, right, under like education or learning or under his personal development, that he knows that if he sets a lesson or he does 200 lessons a year, you're pretty sure that he's going to learn a new language. But if he says, I'm going to learn a new language and I'm going to, you know, step one, sign up for this course, step two, pay for the course, step three, start doing the lessons, you got the first two right, but start doing the lessons and do the lessons is where the waters get very muddy, Absolutely. real muddy. Yep. Your brain doesn't
0: like that. Your brain does not like vague. No. It just doesn't do anything with vague. Yeah, I think the other piece is when, when you set something like be a better father, like the, the, the question that's going to continually come up is how, Yeah. right? And if you're not clear on how, then you're not gonna be able to measure or observe your own progress. And if you're not making progress or you're not observing progress, you will naturally decommit. It's 100%. just, it's just yeah. human nature. Yeah. And one of the, the bigger growth areas of my life is this system and doing this regularly. I, w- I was like such a gypsy when it came to goals. Like I, I hated goals. And I had a mentor that was like, dude, what you measure grows. Yeah. But you're not paying attention to any of these metrics. How could you ever watch them increase? And I was like, no man, whatever, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm crushing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna keep crushing it, you know, bowling through this wall. And where it left me at the end of the year was I was I had to go through my calendar and my notes and all this to even understand, yeah. did I have a good year? Right? It was just an emotional feeling, and the truth. Of the matter is, especially for driven individuals. If you're a man on purpose, or you're headed that direction, person on purpose, person on purpose, yeah. Human, human, human on purpose. A human on purpose. If you if you go go through the end of the year and you're really driven, you're probably going to be harder on yourself and easier on yourself. It's just likely to happen. So you need some of these systems and measurements to say, hey, listen, to be graceful and kind. Actually, you didn't. You did a great job this year. You did 240 lessons of Duolingo. Bro, that's so much Portuguese. If you didn't learn something, that's probably probably Right. So you should go to sleep. Medical advice. But, but you can do this for so many other areas of your world, right? You can say, I, I actually did show up for my kids because I had 97 breakfasts yeah. with my daughter. Or, you know, I took my wife out on 112 dates this year. Those metrics will change the way you feel about your year. And you can say, and the people around you will notice that you're progressing as a human being, not just as a professional, totally. And that that brings me to like,
1: if so, you're listening to this in December, if you're listening to it when it first comes out, if not, you're listening to this throughout the year when you, you know people go back, that's fine. But if you're listening to this the day it comes out or the week it comes out, this is December 2020. And if you haven't hit your goals this year, don't start with the BS. Don't start with COVID. Don't start with the election. Don't start with the government. Don't, don't start here. Start inside. And ask yourself a very serious question. Am I the person that could actually hit those goals? Go back and review them. Go back and review the money goal and the relationship goal. And the, you know, we have a lot of clients who will say, hey, can you help me find somebody? You know, relationship-wise. And we'll say, I don't know, are you the type of person? Are you the person that can find somebody that you're looking for? And most of the time the answer is no. So we're not looking and helping you find somebody. We're helping you become the person that can be found. Get that? See that? <laughs> that was pretty good. Make that a poster or something. Right. Right.
0: Right. Right. right becoming right. the person that can be found. Yes. Yeah, right. You need to
1: become teach the person that can be found. And that goes for love. That goes for business and money. Remember, money is the result of you being and then you doing. That's money. Right? You're not going to have it if you crush it and do all these these activities over here. I, I just had a conversation with somebody, and it's and, and really cool. Um, in Keller Williams, they call them bold laws. And they said, um, uh, um, "Oh my God, you're, 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 uh, don't, don't mistake movement for achievement." And a lot of people they do that. And I just I love those little like, you "Do you have and your business grows to the extent that you do?" And don't mistake movement for achievement. So many people will say, "I am goal setting." I goal set, I, I, I got, I'm i gonna go on a retreat for a week and lock myself in a hotel room, and I'm gonna set my goals. But what we find in our in our event and in our in our coaching is that they've been doing that for eight years, 10 years, five years, and they have not hit the goals yet. And we just told you why, because you're not the person that can hit those goals. You're technically, you're lying to yourself. The number one thing that we're asking you to do is shift who you are. Become aware, illuminate, and identify who is the person that can actually hit these goals? You don't have to change the goals. You gotta change you. And maybe change is a little bit harsh, but you have to evolve you, you have to adapt you, you've gotta empower you, you've gotta elevate you. That's just the shift that you've gotta go through. So once you go through that, then you can set any goal you want because now you're the person with the habits and the mindset and the skills that can actually accomplish those goals. So that's kind of step number one. You want help with that? We got you. Frontrunner.group, ianloboss.com, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. It doesn't matter. You'll find it. But look, we're not trying to sell you on the events. There's so many people that reach out to us because of these videos and because of this pod, these podcast episodes that we're doing. Like we've built a place, a home for you to come and learn this information with us personally in a nice small group setting where it is, it is high level and you will walk out of there with a how, what, when, where, and why. No doubt. That's our commitment. No doubt the weekends that you come with us to one of our frontrunner events that's the weekend where your life does this if you're watching on video that's when your week your life does this if you're listening to this that's when your life shifts it's what happens to Aaron and I and 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 we shift we literally shift even at the events that we're hosting yeah, all the like, time. we have an event every single month next year because that's how much demand we have but you can't fill them because we need to leave space for all the people that really, need to be here. So we're spacing everybody out. Obviously during COVID it's, it's a little tough. So that's, that's enough about Frontrunner for now. IanLobos.com. It'll be in the show notes. If you want more information, hit up my website and find out all you want about Frontrunner. So here's the thing. There has to be the personal goals, the being goals, and there has to be the doing goals to be able to have what you want. So the first thing that I do is I don't do the elaborate the spreadsheets. I just I just don't operate in spreadsheets like that. I, I do with some things. But one of the things that I do is I have my who I am goals, who I need to be goals. Like at the end of the year I will set up these are the things I want to accomplish next year. Right? Relationships, money, business, success, all that stuff. Physical, health goals, things like that, dad goals, husband goals, um everything down to I wanna I wanna I wanna Change my house I want to move I want to do all these things then the next thing I do is you know I write all those things out the next thing I do is who's the guy that can accomplish these goals and that's the next thing that goes on my on my sheets and then up on my whiteboard is Ian is I am this man and I'm, I'm, I'm projecting into the future I'm living into the future self so who I am today can I accomplish those goals probably but if I were to grow into and become and shift into this man, can I then accomplish the goals in a lot more efficient manner? And the answer is yes, absolutely. So who do I need to become in order to hit those goals efficiently to where I'm not crushing it, I'm not working 15 hours a day, I'm not working seven days a week, I've been there, I've done that, you've done that, I'm sure you guys listening at home have done that. It's not it's not right to do because guess what? At a certain point, at a certain age, the treadmill stops and you look around And you're just there and the last 50 years have gone by and you don't know what just happened because you spent, you were burning the candle and I'm talking to you, the person that just got that little shock inside them. That's you. 10 hour days, seven day a week's running around here. Business is important. Chasing the money, chasing the check. We get it. You got to provide for a family. You got to provide for whatever it is. Slow down. Again, if you need our help, reach out to us. We got you. We're we're super – this is where our expertise is. We're dialed in. So who do I need to become to hit the goals that I've set? All right? First and foremost, you're going to check in with that first and foremost every week. Then the next thing I do is I set up my personal goals. Be a better husband. Be a more present father. How do you quantify those? You quantify those in activities, amounts of time per week. So, for instance, be a more present dad, one of my mission, a mission in life is to spend max time with family, right? Out in the world is our playground in our classroom. And how do you say? How do you, how do you? quantify being a better dad or being a more present father? Well, I check in with my kids. I make breakfast for my daughter three days a week when she goes to school. I am home for, I'm at the dinner table, or we all agree as a family, to eat at the couch, which happens more. Often, <laughs> not, um, we're there together eating dinner together I don't care if we're at the table that's fine then we also ask each other what did you learn today what did you experience and then we're starting with our daughter because she's almost five what did you not do well what scared you today what freaked you out what did you what did you not like about yourself today I want that level of awareness up in her because the world is a hard place
0: if you're not aware it is a very hard place.
1: Yeah, and that's not a limiting belief it is a hard place right and so, for a little girl in today's world, I want her to have the most internal power possible and awareness possible so when the world starts to tighten, she understands how to navigate and she doesn't have to go some, through some of the, the stuff that we've gone through to pop ourselves out of the avalanche that's, you know, we're crushing sometimes. So, that's that. So, uh, be a better husband. Something that I do is um, up on my board It's, it's um I love yous, right? 28 times. And just like what Aaron said, like, do you want to take it through a, through a year? It's four times a day. So, what is that, 1,200 sometimes, 1,300 times? Mm-hmm. Say, I love you 1,300 times. That would be my overall. Then you break it down per quarter, per month, per week, per day. Um, the other thing is a well being check in. Sometimes my wife doesn't understand that I care, right? Because I'm running so fast sometimes that. I'm thinking about her, but I'm not, I'm not speaking, I'm not communicating. Yeah, she wouldn't it. know that. Right, right. And I'm like, but I thought about you 16 times today. Well, she doesn't know. How would she? Right. And so I want her to know. So I have on there four times a day I'm doing a well-being check-in. So I know for a fact that on my goal sheet, the number one category is personal. Right. So if you imagine a big whiteboard, I've got seven categories. The first box is personal gotta take care of me because if I don't take care of me I'm I supposed to take care of anybody else right and, and how can we lead by example if right. not by leading by example Totally. So, so well-being check-ins is something that we initiated and and it's and it's and it's authentic because it reminds me to pick up the phone it reminds me to slow down it reminds me what when, when I'm in you know writing mode or creating content mode or recording podcasts I'll check in with my little goal sheet that's next to me or look at my whiteboard and go, you know what? I haven't checked in. I haven't had a well-being check-in or I love you in a couple hours. I'm going to call my wife. Just let her know that I'm thinking about her, that she knows I'm thinking about her and the family because I'm doing this work. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for everybody. But I want her to specifically know that she's on the top of my mind. And whether she understands it or appreciates it or not, that's my commitment is to do the work how she receives it or what she thinks after that that's on her and I'm totally cool with that and we'll talk about meaning or talk about that definitely yeah and then i take the, and the by the way these are big rocks you know these are the big rocks these aren't the little tiny tasks these are the big things so the second one is the second most important thing to me which is the family the family dynamic right and all the big rocks for the family the vacations the learning like we're not sending my daughter to school covid or not we're just you know, it's a broken system for another day. So my wife and I are having to, you know, we're doing lessons every day as, as we're prepping for homeschool, we're reading books. So those are the big rocks on there. So, you know, prep for education at home, a proper and purposeful education at home. We're learning so that we can teach, right? So it's not just teaching her about entrepreneurship or, you know, mom and dad have created a great life and this is how you do it. It's this is what we feel she should know. You don't need the school system to tell her what she should know. She doesn't need to sit in the school for eight hours. So we've created a new system. But back it out. We've got to learn the big stuff to trickle down to the little tiny stuff, which is at the table with pens in hand or pencils in hand and doing the actual activities. So family. Then the next one would be the, the start of our businesses. The first thing would be our coaching business and the front-runner companies that we have. So our coaching one-on-one group and our events, those are the the biggest things in our lives. It's the most alignment, it's the most heart-centered. That's where we focus. Because everything kind of trickles off of that, right? The podcast. The podcast is where Aaron and I can can speak to everybody that isn't at a front runner event or just they can get to know us through the podcast and we can give our content and what we've learned through this medium. So this is something that's fun for us. So that's after. So the coaching business, big rocks, whether it's money goals, client goals, uh, event goals, building a, an online, you know, a more of an online presence, social media stuff, videos, content, whatever, it's there. Then the next one would be this business, and then the next one would be this business, and then the next one would be maybe the podcast, and then this thing, and then this thing. And then it goes down to things like our, our you know, our presence at the church where we volunteer or the charitable organizations that we, that we serve at. Everything is in view on that whiteboard. But the whole time, it's not do, 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 do this. It's not another activity or another thing to do. It's in who do you need to be to one, manage all this shit? Because it's a lot of stuff, right? Six businesses and, and, a, and two kids and a marriage, right? I wanna be counterbalanced. So for those of you who are watching this, counterbalance is even swings from one side to the next. Even circles, whatever it is, that's counterbalance. A balanced life doesn't mean anything except for you're sitting there teetering in balance, waiting for one thing to knock you off. That's not how I want to run my life. So everything's in counterbalance. The family is balanced by the podcast. The coaching business is, is balanced by my real estate business in Baltimore and LA. Like everything is balanced. And that's how I also separate my time. You know, if you want to call it time blocking, camera, that makes me want to throw up. So. I don't like time block and call me limiting. Let's not, not do that on the podcast. <laughs> a
0: puking sounds. Sorry for everybody listening.
1: <laughs> it, it's just, it's just not something that I like. And, and in all honesty, one of my great mentors a while ago, years and years ago said to me, embrace that. Embrace being a butterfly and let yourself just be free. So set up the goals that you have for the day. You know, for those of you that, that have ADD or claim that you have ADD or whatever, you're very distracted, this is how I get through the day. I have the big rocks for the day, and I can either complete them, and this is what Aaron kind of taught me, I can either complete them at 9 a.m. and have the day free, or I can complete them at 4.59 p.m. when they're due at 5, or I can spread them out throughout the day. That's my choice, and I get to make that choice, which makes my day free.
0: It makes my day a lot more flowy, if you will. Yeah, and you you got way more focused and aligned when we made leads and lags Mm -hmm. more obvious Uh, that was a really cool way for me to to imprint a little bit on you and i think what's exciting about this this dialogue and ian sharing his perspective is i I don't have a family of, of my own so it's a great example even for people that don't have a family yet to think about the steps ahead and just to just to know that there are people doing this sets a really high bar for any kind of relationship, any kind of marriage, any kind of family dynamics that I can imagine, because I know that I can look at the way you've done it, and, and that's not the
1: way I've done it all the time. When you guys met, a mess. Now, now. Well, well, I can mimic it now. Yeah, well, mimic a good part. Yeah, I was going say, like, don't, don't, please, don't think that this is just something that came naturally. This yeah, is work. This is habit builds, small, small, little, tiny shifts that came, you know, it's like tying a, a string in a knot and all yep. of a sudden like you got
0: a uh, half inch and an inch and then three inch and then all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I'll, I'll make two more plugs. One is just something that I hope you noticed as we were talking about this. Both of us mentioned glass boards or whiteboards. Yeah. The reason that we have these, it's not simply for organization. It's for visibility. So when you have something in front of you on a regular basis, you will naturally pay more attention to it. There are plenty of scientific studies. You leave Doritos on the counter, you're more likely to be obese <laughs> by a ridiculous factor. If you buy Doritos, you're probably that, more or less likely to be obese. But but the study was like it was interesting oh, the sense. study the study put together do you buy it versus do you buy it and leave it on the counter and when yeah, it was yeah. on the counter it changed everything. So visibility is huge. I agree though, don't, don't let everybody know. So I just bought cupcakes and they're on the counter. Oh, you're screwed. They're, they're grain-free. You better find a Vegan. trainer right away. <laughs> I got RV <already> fixed. <laughs> uh, the second one, I'll, I'll shamelessly plug this, I spent 10 years coaching young athletes. And in coaching young athletes, um, you learn a lot about what young adults need as far as leadership goes. And um, if you want to pick up a copy of this book, uh, I published this in March. It's called Let Her Play. It is a full guide for anybody out there that has a daughter playing a sport. If, if, even if she's not playing a sport, it's a tremendous guide. But I took 10 years of experience in how to craft conversations, how to build a relationship, how to nurture a family around them blossoming into the best version of themselves, whether they're a professional athlete, an engineer, a politician, or a teacher. It doesn't matter what they are now. It's about creating and crafting a future for them and that book is a guide on how to do that so if, if the idea of Ian's build a family through the process is appealing that book can give you a really good second glance, second opinion and set of like tactical knowledge, exercises, etc to get you going if you're not sure where to start. So check that book out. Yeah, it was a good
1: shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the one thing that comes up for me is I, there's somebody out there that is listening to this. There's tens of thousands of people that listen to these episodes, which I'm very grateful for, that is saying, yeah, that's you. Like, I, it sounds like you you have it all. You, we all know those people that just seem to have it all. They have all their shit together. And you wonder, like, what's the catalyst? Like, what breaks on the back end? Like, what happens when the door closes at night? I can honestly tell you, I'm going to give him a plug. My buddy Vlad Katz, he, he really took me under his wing, and he said to me, you want to know what it's like to have it all? And I said, yeah. He said, no constraints, no restrictions. And I said, yeah. And he, he, he taught me, and I, I learned a lot of it through Landmark. You know, I love Landmark. <clears throat> I learned a lot of it through Landmark's ILP program. But what, what they teach is how to become the person that can actually get everything they want in life mindset, the family, the money, the business, the this, whatever it is for you, outline everything. You can have it all. And this way of goal setting and laying out your weeks, your months, your quarters, your year, this literally is a massive step to having it all because you're managing everything. It's organization. Yeah. You're, you're, you're keeping it in. I'm not the kind of guy that loves structure. I love this because I can track it and I understand my advancement because I don't want to be here and go through the same shit year after year and expect a different result. Like I don't I don't want that. I've been there in my life. You know, I've been in a place where I'm like, yeah, well, it naturally progresses. Next year I'll just make more money. Yeah. But I don't I'm not being it, I'm not doing the activities that are necessary to actually make that additional money or to get that additional success. So I was just lying to myself. You know, think about it right now. How many of you are actually lying to yourself about what's possible in your life based on who you are and the goals that you're setting and how you're tracking? That's true, that's serious. How many of you are lying to yourself? I had to admit that. Aaron had to admit that. Many times. Camera guy Nick had to admit that. It sucks. However, Aaron and I's mission is that when you listen to this or when you come to one of our front runner events or you coach with us, that's when you shift. That's when you change. The frontrunner events are, are, a, are a, a very concentrated dose of what we're giving you here.
0: Very concentrated. That's a good yeah. way to put
1: it. Yeah, just yeah. straight up. Filtered <laughs> filter nicely for your enjoyment. <laughs> and you leave there shifted. You leave there with how, the what, the why. Again, this am not plugging frontrunner. I'm just telling you if you want this, if you're saying to yourself in the car, like, you know, six years ago, I would listen to Real Estate Rockstars, the podcast, and I'd go, I want that I want to be in that guy's orbit well four years later I started hosting the podcast because I took one step which was I'm not the guy that can get in that guy's orbit I'm not the guy that can host that podcast so who do I need to become to get in Pat Hyman's orbit that was the first step and Pat really is the one who got me on my podcast journey because I became the guy that could hang in Pat's orbit it's not money I didn't care, he he would hang out with anybody that is
0: aligned with him, you know? So I'm just, uh, well, let me add one more piece before we wrap this up. If you followed along with Ian and I having these conversations, you know that one of the first conversations we have is on mission and vision and purpose, and the analogy that we stuck with for the majority of that wild episode (laughs) was that the mission and our purpose and our vision was like the bumpers on the bowling lane. Oh, right. Right, remember that? Yep. So what we're also advocating here, if if you've already got some kind of goal system in place, or you've already got some kind of prep system in place, coming up with a mission and vision and purpose will give you the bumpers on the bowling lane, but a revitalized preparation system is like the planks that the ball travels on. And it's great to have bumpers, but you've got to lay down all of the incremental steps so the ball can travel. You like this one? It's good. Whoa. Whoa, I don't think this room's big enough. I know. (laughs) know. (laughs) And what I would argue, if you are already building and setting goals, if you're already somewhat organized and you haven't figured out how to overlap who you want to become and where you (laughs) head in the long run with the way that your goals are set, please reach out to us like I'm happy to walk you through the changes and shifts necessary to build a better plank system because without context to a mission and vision your goals may be likely left and right simultaneously or you may be going forward and backward simultaneously Mm -hmm. and the number of frustrating quarters especially early on that I had where I was like I would crush a goal and then immediately backtrack because I was like, why, why did I set this? I didn't have bumpers to stay really, really lean. And it, it changed everything when the mission, when my purpose got really honed and everything inside of my goal and prep system aligned to that. So if you're stuck there, please reach out to us. Like that, that That's one moment in every coaching client <laughs> that I've had where our relationship shifted and they shifted yeah. aligning so where do you want to go in the long run? To the individual goal and prep system. And it, it's been a, it's been a joy. Yeah. One thing I want to add with the the year
1: the year vision, you know, like that you're gonna do in December or January, early January doesn't matter. Um, or if you come to, to the front runner event with us on I don't the seventh through the 10th in January, like we're gonna do it then. Um, if you're overwhelmed, like. We got you. Just chill out. Take your December. Enjoy yourself. Eat a ton. Pick up their phone. You, yeah. I don't think people pick up the phone no. anymore. Send us a text. Hit us attached. up on Instagram. Mental Purpose Podcast. Attached to your head. You're gonna see it in the show notes, or you <laughs> go to IanLobos.com and go find it. It's easy. But like, if you're overwhelmed by this, it's fine. Our job is to is to build it with you, yeah. and then you take it, and then we help you navigate it. And that's the easy part. So. One thing that I do when I when I plan out like I'm going to plan out 2021 in December like I'm moving to LA. I've got two businesses I'm starting there. I'm, I'm, I'm you know letting a business uh, merge into another business here. So one thing that I design is a theme for the year. This year, it's not it's not actual, actual words. It's geographical untetherment. That is not a word. It's not a word. <laughs> I made it up though, so it is a word geographical gut g u t yeah geographical is a u in it oh yeah it's <laughs> untethered, <laughs> gut um uh un isn't a separate word <laughs> it makes it all it would you. <laughs> Trust your gut so geographically untethered that might be a, that that's, that might be like in range for proper english geographically untethered was my big overarching goal for this year it aligns with my mission, right? To be out in the world as our playground and as our classroom, spending max time with family, you know, celebrating moments, enjoying memory, like making memories together and sharing experiences together on purpose, in action, right? So, geographic untetherment or geographically yeah. untethered means I don't want to have to come back to somewhere to make the money that I need to make to live the lifestyle. That for me was like a it was like a flip flop, you know, do it to do this, then go to this and then come back to make more money to go back to this. Like I didn't want to do that. So if that registers with you, just think about who do you need to become to make the type of money to support the lifestyle that you want to live, right? Just, this is have everything. This is have it all. So I'm not like, well, I guess I can just kind of skimp this and pull back on this. No, 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 no. It's have it all. So how can I geographically untether to make the money that I want go anywhere in the world that will bring the financial, that will support my lifestyle. When you cast that vision out to the universe, it will deliver as long as you're the person that
0: can receive. So, let's bring this to a close. I have no way. No, we have like six time. more hours. I never know how long we talk. I it's do. probably been two hours. No, I've timed it. Oh, that's actually great. It's actually like 50-something. I think I timed it later. That's great. It's supposed to be timing. It's a, it's a good, it's a good podcast, you know, yeah. like, so what we're advocating for is ultimately that you're taking time before your week, midweek, whatever you want to, to prep and identify where you want to go. And this would be like getting in your car without knowing where you want to end up, right? Just, you want to go for a casual drive? Great. That's cool. But if you actually have a destination in mind, you need to know what turns to make and you know, how fast you can drive on the roads. Like you need the details, and taking time on a Sunday night, on a Monday morning, whenever it is, to prep will help you drive more efficiently in this analogy. Yeah. And both of us have experience living without this kind of preparation and experience living within and getting better at it as you go. And if you're missing that, this is a great time of year. This is a phenomenal opportunity with what we've just been through with 2020 to get back on track and de- determine your GPS coordinates, where you want to go, and then build back from that. So we're happy to help you. We're grateful that you tuned in. These are always really awesome conversations. Um, I learned more about Ian through these each time we do them. And um, these are all, they're just exciting. Yeah. And we're hopeful that they're helpful and they're,
1: they are, America. man.
0: We get a lot of mail. We get a lot of mail. I don't get
1: any mail. Who gets mail? We get a lot of mail. I'm reading letters every day. I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of email. It cũng- or no. I get a lot of DMs. I got a lot of text and emails. Carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons, smoke signals.
0: Teleporting wizards. Yeah.
1: But here's the other cool thing that you got to really pay attention to is you know we talked about this in uh, the mission and vision and we'll talk about this again there's got to be an abundance and an elimination so in order for the universe to fill you got to eliminate stuff that's no longer serving you so that's a big piece to this part of that is going to be the people you surround yourself with i know it's like a buzzword like oh you're a you're the result of five closest people around you which is really true because you're thinking like that and if they're if they're bringing you up then you're not staying low and hanging with them. That's just not how it happens. You gotta come up and then and then all of you rise up. So like for instance, with Aaron and I, we hit it off right from the first time we met. And as I grew, I thought about well, I don't wanna leave my friends behind. And if they're not willing to grow, that's where the why in the road happens and there's needs to be an elimination. So I went to Aaron and I said, hey, I'm doing these programs and, and these seminars and and, dude, I think you should do them, too. We're going to grow together. He was like, absolutely, 100%. Took them, and we leveled up together, and we keep leveling up together. And then all of a sudden, the universe said, okay, now's the right time for you guys to be business partners because you've grown over the last three years together. You talked about it, but the universe just didn't give the green light. And You have to trust and have faith that it will give the green light if it's the right thing and you're serving it. So I'm talking about eliminating people in your life that are dragging on you. And that's, that's going to be challenging, but in order for you to be the best version of you to hit the goals that you set, you're going to have to eliminate habits. You're going to have to eliminate people. You're going to have to eliminate a lot of things that don't serve you. So while you're setting goals and putting a lot of stuff on your plate, just remember, you've got to counterbalance it with what you need to eliminate that's no longer serving who you are or what you need to do to accomplish the stuff that you set
0: forth to accomplish. That's it. Mic drop. Eliminate. <laughs> The shit in your way. Right. Yeah. I think I think that's really cool. I, I like to think of it like balloons and anchors. Yeah. We all have a lot of balloons, but you gotta cut those anchors off.
1: Yeah. So but you can't cut all the anchors or you float out and of control. Right. So you, like, be purposeful with it. Don't don't look it, you just you want to be in the orbit of people that are going or are where you wanna be. It's just this is where it's at. And with people
0: relevant to this conversation that are setting goals and, and right. build and prepping like come hang out with us at an event or come talk to us about coaching and and you can be a part of a setting, a goal setting session or a prep session for a week. Like I'll walk you through what I do so you can see every step of the way. There's nothing to hide, but if, if it seems foreign, if the the group that you're around doesn't do it, the best thing you can do is get what the group does and you can still have your friend group at home. And then our, our, our front
1: runner events are very intimate, very small events are very power packed. And what happens is you'll come there and you'll meet a whole new group of friends that's all aligned on what they're looking at forward. You're going to take that back. You're going to affect and infect your group, not with any diseases, I'm talking about your knowledge and your learning and <laughs> skills and habits, and then you will be careful, be watching for the people that are like, yeah, not for me, man. Those are the people that you need to consciously let go of. And I'm talking, don't kick them to the curb. Just don't go out on every Friday night with them anymore. Don't go out and you know, like go on vacations and just doesn't it's not gonna serve you. So look, what we're talking about with front runner, with coaching, there's no there's no swipe the cart. Call us, have a conversation with us. If this video strikes you and you wanna just get a little bit, bit more information from us, do it. Like there, we don't, we don't, we don't know if we want to work with everybody. So we we welcome you to call us and have a free conversation with us. That's that's the easiest thing to do. This is our life. This is our mission in life. So we're not selling anything, we're telling you what we do to help a, a, a shit ton of people. That's our mission. And if it aligns with you and you want to have a conversation, great. If that conversation aligns with coming to one of our events, awesome. If that conversation aligns with coaching one-on-one with us or doing one of our group coaching or, or you know internet-based programs, great. And if it doesn't, great. We're here to serve.
0: If it serves you, wonderful. How do we measure? Because I'm a nerd on this friendship. How do we measure? shit ton of people like what what please help us with this what is the
1: metric i think it's nanograms <laughs> per million tectonic plates over pi. got it yeah seven <laughs> well, 47. <laughs> yeah, 47 that's a shit ton of people no seriously we have a lot of fun with this you can like if you can't feel our passion and our and our and our energy for this type of work both in ourselves and for other people and you might not have a pulse so you're probably not listening to this anyway
0: we're, we're big nerds on this stuff. So <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Um, who knows what we'll talk about next. Stay tuned for the mystery of Ooh. our conversations. <laughs> and remember, hit
1: up ianlobas.com, I-A-N-L-O-B-A-S, or menonpurposepodcast.com. All this information is going to be in the show notes. You can find Aaron on Instagram at Aaron Belkey. Aaron Belkey, B-E-L-K-Y, and I'm at menonpurposepodcast. Very easy. Send us a DM, send us a text, email, reach out, just say hey, and... We love you and we appreciate you supporting us and watching, listening and downloading and reviewing and all the stuff that is helping this podcast grow and elevate and evolve to the it is today. We'll see you. Thanks
0: guys. Thanks again for listening to the men on purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible to find out more about the podcast. Our guests are becoming a man on purpose. Visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.